You're listening to episode 18 of Alexa in Canada, the voice experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. I'm really, really excited about today's podcast. Today's podcast is one giant tutorial, and this tutorial is all about how you can make your very own flash briefing. So before we even get into that, I just want you to know that I have lots of details on how to do this on the website. So if you go to alexaincanada.ca slash 18, I have laid out everything that I'm gonna talk about in this podcast, uh, perhaps even in more detail than I'm gonna talk about in this podcast. It's all on the website. I've got screenshots there. It shows you everything uh, that you need to know in order to create your own flash briefing. And here's the best part. You do not have to be a coder. You do not have to know how to program anything. I have found a way that makes this very simple. And uh, I hope you'll take advantage of it. I encourage you to do so. So why create a flash briefing? Well, here's the thing. When I started my flash briefing just about a month ago now, uh, I was really excited to try this new uh, medium, this new voice-first technology as a way of sharing my enthusiasm about Lexi and everything that she can do for us. And what I've quickly discovered is that Flash briefings are an incredibly uh, powerful way to get your message out to the world. So if you have a passion, a hobby that you want to help to teach people about, or you just want to share this passion that you have, then a flash briefing is a great way to do it. If you have a nonprofit organization and you want to raise raise some awareness of this, the flash briefing is a great way to do it. And of course, if you have a business or you're trying to market something, then the flash briefing is an incredibly powerful way of doing that. And so there are lots of reasons why you might want to create a flash briefing. And this time, right now, where voice-first technology is just starting to take off, it's an incredibly opportune time to take advantage of this. Let me tell you a little bit about my experience with my flash briefing so far. In the month that I have had the flash briefing, It has already been listened uh, to in over 10 different countries. It's now being listened to approximately 300 times a day minimum. And if you add that up over the last month, it's been listened to a total of over 7,000 times. And that's just in a month. And that is incredible. When I compare that to the stats for this very podcast, and the podcast is doing very well, but the number of listeners to the flash briefing based on the raw numbers, uh, is so much greater than the podcast. And it truly is a a, a rare time right now where Voice First is just taking off, and this is a great opportunity to to capitalize on this. So let's get to how you actually create a flash briefing. I've broken this down into 13 steps, uh, some of which are going to be a little bit quicker, some of which are going to take you a little bit more time, But the bottom line is at the end of these 13 steps, if you follow these, you will have a flash briefing of your very own. Step number one, decide on your topic. Now, this may seem pretty obvious, but here's something that I want you to think about. As I've discovered, flash briefings 
work best when they're done on a daily basis. And you have to be consistent. If your audience is going to trust you, if your audience is going to get value from your content, you have to be doing one every single day or the audience really won't know what to expect from you. If you miss a day here or miss a day there, uh, it's, it's not a great experience. And so you have to ask yourself, first of all, with the topic you have in mind, is there enough content that you can produce something on a daily basis? And can you see yourself being consistent? You know, 365 days from now, can you still see yourself doing this with enthusiasm and fresh ideas and that sort of thing? Now, flash briefings don't have to be done on a daily basis. They can be done on a weekly basis. They can be even done on an hourly basis. But I think daily is probably the sweet spot. And so that's something that I just want you to think about for a little while. And probably the best thing to do is to start brainstorming and writing down a list of topics or maybe subtopics within your topic that you could talk about over the course of your flash briefing. Step number two, and this would be to record an episode. Now, here's the thing. This is an audio format, and people are going to listen to this on a daily basis. So my advice to you is to make sure that you can have the highest quality audio that you possibly can. Now, that doesn't need to be really expensive, but I would recommend investing in some good value audio equipment. Now, you can easily do this with your iPhone, and that's a great option for you. But I think that if you, uh, and that might be a good way to start, but I think that if you're serious about this, it probably makes some sense to invest into some good quality audio equipment. Now, on the website, I won't go into all of it here, but on the website, I uh, clearly laid out uh, a couple of um, items that I would recommend that I think are great value. They're not very expensive. And you, again, you can see that at alexincanada.ca slash 18. When you start doing your flash briefings, you'll have to use some type of um, audio recording software. Now, again, it could be your iPhone, or if you're using a Mac, we've all got GarageBand, which is a great uh, program. That's what I use to record this. You can use Audacity. It's another uh, program that you can use for uh, PC. Uh, But regardless, choose a good quality audio recording software and get to work. I would suggest that before you do anything else, as far as setting up your hosting service, and we'll talk about that, or setting up... Uh, you know, your Amazon developer account, and we'll talk about that. I would suggest that you sit down and actually just try recording an episode or two and see how you like it. You, If you don't like it, then at least you didn't spend all this time setting up everything else. But try it and maybe even record a couple of episodes so that you can get a feel for that. A couple of tips. When you're going to record them, flash briefings need to be short. I aim for about two minutes for my flash briefings, and Amazon has recommended that you keep it under a few minutes because This is going to be part of somebody's daily routine and they may have other flash briefings that they listen to as well. And I think if it's too long, you're going to lose people. You're going to lose the interest. And so that's why I tend to keep mine about two minutes in length. The podcast that you're listening to right now, podcasts are obviously longer form audio content and that's why I have both. Uh, But my flash briefings are limited to about two minutes. Uh, use, as I mentioned, use high quality audio. Uh, the MP3 format is what you're going to be saving things as when you record them. And you're going to be wanting to use a bit rate of at least 256 kilobits per second. Basically when you go to export your audio file from whatever, uh, software you're using, there's some kind of option to choose the bit rate or the quality. And this is what Amazon has recommended. Again, this is all on the website for you. So you can refer to it there. Make sure, obviously, that your your quality or your sound recordings are free from any distracting noises. And try to keep the volume consistent across the various episodes and within an episode because that will make the listening experience that much better. 
Step three is decide where you will host your audio files. Now, when you have your um, files recorded, you need to decide where those are going to be stored. And whenever somebody asks Lex, somebody asks Lexi for your flash briefing, Lexi has to go to that place wherever the audio file is stored and retrieve it. Now, there are lots of different ways to host your audio files. You could put it on your own website, which I do not recommend because that if you get lots of listeners, which you hopefully want, that could slow down your own website. You could create an Amazon developer account and use the Amazon storage. Um, there is some programming involved when you do that. And personally, I'm not a programmer. I'm not a coder. I didn't know how to do that. I was looking for something even more simple. So what I discovered is that there is a company called Pippa. And I talked about this company in a previous podcast. You can actually check it out at alexaincanada.ca slash 14. And in that episode, I interviewed the CEO of Pippa.io, Simon Marcus, and we talked about the feature of his hosting service that we did, that we basically created together in consultation with each other to allow the service to very easily host flash briefing audio files. And so this is the one that I would recommend. Basically, you go in, it's very user-friendly, you set up an account, and uh, when you do so, you can then upload your files to the show that you're gonna create. It's very, very um, easy to set up. And when you upload your files, you then basically have to take one link from Pippa, and I'll show you that on the website. You basically take one link and you plug that into your Amazon developer account, which we're gonna get to in a few minutes, and that's it. And then Lexi now knows where to retrieve your audio files, which are being stored through pippa.io. So if you choose to do that, um, I am an affiliate with Pippa, and if you use the code Alexa in Canada, all one word, that will get you a free month of um, of hosting. So they're the ones that I recommend, and they're the ones that I use actually for my flash briefing and for my podcast. Regardless of how you do that, once you've created your hosting account, um, then you upload your files that you've recorded, and now your files are sitting there on the web through this hosting service. Now the next part is how do you get Lexi to know where to retrieve those files from? So this brings us to step four. And step four is uh, basically to register as an Amazon developer. Now you don't need to be a developer, you don't need to be a coder, this is completely free, but you need this account in order to create the flash briefing that will then show up in the Amazon skills store. So I've got the link on the website, but basically it's developer.amazon.com. And you go there and you create your own account. Um, It'll walk you through it. And then we're on to step five. So step five is to create a new skill in the developer console. Once you've created your Amazon developer account in step four, you log in in step five, and you create your skill. Now there are lots of individual steps in here. Um, none of them are very complicated, but it is a lot of individual steps. So you have to, you know, give come up with a name for your skill. You have to uh, decide which language it is. If you want the skill to be in the Canadian Amazon store, make sure you choose your language as the English, and then the parentheses as CA for Canada. Um, and then on the website at alexaincanada.ca/slash18. Uh, you will see screenshots and specific instructions of how to fill out each of the fields. So I'm not going to talk you through all that right here, um, but uh, suffice to say, everything is set up there. Step six is to set up an error message, 
And this is the custom error message that Lexi will state if for some reason your your flash briefing is unable to be retrieved. And so it doesn't need to be anything fancy. Hopefully your listeners will never hear this, but you basically just type something in the box there. For me, I have um, voice in Canada is not available at the moment, something like that. And that's what Lexi would say if for some reason it couldn't be retrieved. Step seven is then to actually add one or more flash briefing feeds. And a feed is, you can think of it as a collection of audio files. So theoretically, you could have a flash briefing with multiple feeds covering different subtopics within your big topic. And again, this is all done within the Amazon developer account. And again, I take you through step-by-step on the website of exactly how to do this. You're going to be wanting to add the feed. And then within each of these feeds, if you choose to do more than one, there are going to be certain fields to fill out. Now, I only have one feed. I just have the Voice in Canada flash briefing. I don't have multiple feeds. But like I said, that is an option for you. So you'll be asked to set uh, set a preamble message, meaning something like, for mine, it says, from Voice in Canada. And then the, the flash briefing starts. And if you've been listening to flash, flash briefings, then you will know that different flash briefings say, you know, in whatever the organization name is or from whatever it is. And that's the preamble. Um, you'll have a name for your particular feed. If you only have one feed, I make that name or I made that name the same as the actual skill name. Um, you'll choose your frequency. Again, if you choose to do it, uh, daily, then that's what you will choose. Um, your content type. I'll just mention this. You can actually have two different content types when you set up a flash briefing. It can be audio, which is what I've done, actual audio recordings, or you can do text to audio, which is basically typing in sentences and having Lexi read those out. Now, personally, I don't think those are as good. I don't think they're as powerful. I don't think they're as engaging. Um, Obviously, there's a lot more creativity that you can uh, put into creating audio recordings. So this tutorial really is based on the fact that I'm assuming that you're doing audio uh, recordings. And so I don't really go into any more of the text to audio options here, but it is an option if you do want to explore that. And then there's some other things for you to fill out, things like the content genre you choose, uh, which which category you fit into. Uh, and then here's the moment of truth. And this is where the this is the real beauty of pippa.io. You're going to come to a place where it says you need to identify the location of your audio files, i.e. that is your actual feed. So what you will do is you will go into your Pippa account. You will click on the show. You'll click on the button that says distribution. And again, I've got screenshots on the website. Uh, and you will find that there's a little icon that says uh, flash briefing. You're going to click on that and you're going to see a simple URL. And what you do is you simply copy that. And you go back to your Amazon developer account and you simply paste that in and that's it. And now the skill knows where to look for the flash briefing. It is so simple. The one thing I will mention is that when you, when you paste in that URL at the very end of it, you will see a number and that number refers to how many uh, audio files Lexi will retrieve when somebody asks asks for the flash briefing because Amazon will actually allow anywhere between one to five. So I just want my latest one. When somebody asks for the flash briefing, whatever day it's on, I just want the latest one. So I just change that number at the end of that link to the number one, but you could have one, two, three, four, five. It's up to you. But just so you know, that's how you change that number. 
Once you've done that, then you are ready to test your flash briefing. So that's step eight. Again, I walk you through that on the website. Um, there is a test page within the Amazon Developer Console where you can uh, enable it. You can talk to your computer and you will hear uh, Lexi respond with the statement, here's your flash briefing. Beyond that, you get to step nine. And this is where you provide the launch information for your skill. And this is where you're giving descriptions. So when people look up the skill on Amazon or in the Lexi app, they'll see some descriptions, a one sentence description, a detailed description. Um, and also you'll need a couple of icons. So with regards to the descriptions, it's pretty self-explanatory. Describe what your skill is first in one sentence and then a little bit more text to describe that in a little bit more detail. You're gonna to need to create some icons. Um, the icons, you need a small one and a large one. The small is 108 by 108 pixels. The large is 512 by 512 pixels. Um, just make sure, obviously, uh, and this goes the same with uh, your skill name and your feed name and your, and your icons, that you're not using anything that infringes upon anybody's copyrighted material or trademark material. Because if you do that, Amazon will not um, uh, approve your, your skill. You'll select a category and you'll put in some keywords. So keywords are words that, you know, are closely related to your flash briefing that you're doing. So for me, mine's about voice in Canada. So of course I have keywords, things like voice, um, Lexi, but the real word, um, I think assistant I have in there. So, so you will choose keywords that are relevant to your flash briefing. Once you finish going through that step, then you've got uh, step 10, which is to answer some privacy and compliance questions. Um, for flash briefings, the first question asks about allowing purchases and the second one asks about collecting personal information. Both of those have to be answered no in order to get a flash briefing approved. So flash, brief, flash briefings cannot allow purchases through the flash briefing and it cannot collect personal information through the flash briefing. So both of those need to be no. The next two questions are about targeting children or having advertising, uh, and those are up to you, depending on what you choose to have in your flash briefing. Um, there's gonna be an, a compliance statement for you to, to uh, verify, and, uh, and then you're set. There's a box where you can uh, specify some testing instructions for Amazon, so when you submit this, if there's something specific that you want Amazon to test, you can put it there. Typically with flash briefings, they're such straightforward skills that you don't need to do anything. So you can just simply type none in that box. And then step 11, set the availability and beta test the flash briefing. So uh, as far as the availability goes, you're gonna wanna select public. This is all about who should have access to the skill. You could spe specify that the flash briefing is only available to a particular business, but I'm assuming that you want to have this public so you can click public. Uh, and then there's an optional beta test box. And if you expand that box, it allows you to enter the email address of people that you want to be allowed to actually test your flash briefing on their Echo device. And so uh, it's a great way to, it's very simple. You put the email address in, you send it out, that person will get a link, they'll click the link and they'll be able to open up the skill in their Echo device and then they can test the flash briefing. And you can do it with yourself. Um, but that's a, it's a nice way to just make sure that everything is working properly. Step 12, perform the final review and submit for certification. So once you've gone through everything, you'll get to the final page in the Amazon Developer Console and hopefully you don't see any error messages there. 
and you'll see a nice big green check mark that says your skill is ready for submission. Um, if there are any error messages, then it tells you exactly what the error is and you just go back and fix it. And once you've got that green check mark, you can hit submit for review and now you just got to sit back and wait. And so step 13 is to celebrate. Um, Amazon has been very, very quick to get back to people. They are investing a lot of people into approving skills as soon as possible. Amazon says that they will typically uh, approve something within about five business days. In my experience, it's usually been within 24 hours, so that's great. And they will send you an email and they will say it is live, and there you go. And then going forward, it's just an issue of recording your flash briefings. You can even pre-record some to make your scheduling easier and then uploading them to pippa.io. And the flash briefing is set up now that whenever somebody asks for that flash briefing, it automatically goes and retrieves it from Pippa. So you ne you don't really have to go back into your Amazon Developer Console anymore. Now you're logging into Pippa and you're uploading a new episode whenever you have it. Very, very simple. So I hope you'll take advantage of this. Flash briefings, I think, are the way of the future in terms of sharing information with people. Short form audio content, it's fantastic. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. Uh, I'm not going to lie there. But if you are willing to invest the time and the effort, I think that there is nothing like it right now. This is new technology. It's very exciting. And it's an opportunity to really get in uh, on it on the ground floor. So check it out. All the details, alexaincanada.ca slash 18, and you will find everything that you need right there. One other thing I'll mention, last thing, is that I have had some members of our community uh, actually approach me to help them with flash briefings. And that's, first of all, is one of the reasons that I created this particular podcast. But the second thing is some people wanted even more help, and they're asking me if I do consultations for flash briefing. I was giving this some thought, and I have decided that uh, I am able to offer some limited time for some flash briefing consultations. So if you do want a little bit more help, some uh, personal advice, uh, feel free to get in touch with me and we can talk a little bit about scheduling uh, and, and what's involved with that, okay? So there you go. Feel free to share this with anybody that wants some help doing a flash briefing. Uh, I hope you will take advantage of it. Check out the website, alexincanada.ca slash 18. And if you put your flash briefing out there, then definitely let me know because I want to check it out as well. All right. Good luck. And I will talk to you again next week. She's got, She's skills. got skills.